This is a healthy obsession. <laughs> <laughs> Just testing out a little new uh, introduction there to the show. That was Tom Hurdle with the introduction. What did you think of that? How do you think that went? You didn't let me finish it. <laughs> it was funny. I was going to plug uh, Small Goal. Go on, presented man. by Small Goal Soccer. Hey, you've just plugged it. Didn't do it very well, though. Do it again. This is a healthy obsession. Very good. Presented by Small Goal Soccer. Dot com. Dot com. Some, we need to direct them somewhere. Should be dot soccer. Nah, fuck that. It's not good for SEO. No. No. All right. Keep the music going. Now you know. All right, welcome everyone. It's a healthy obsession, as Tom's already said twice with his wonderful introduction. Yeah. Podcast about football, life, cakes, walks in the park, and beer and emotions. Oh, emotions. Beer and emotions. Not a good mix. There was a lot of that over the weekend, there wasn't there, Thomas? <laughs> I don't know if it was. Was it emotional? I don't know. I, I, well, I saw you Wednesday night. It wasn't really emotional, was it? I was emotional when I realised I'd left my credit card at the previous pub and I had to sprint back <laughs> across town. Like a little amateur. Excuse me, I think I left my credit card here. Oh, yeah, should we, I forgot about that. Yeah. That's that's the talking point. You, the you trying to order a drink. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, it was a problem. <laughs> <laughs> what? what are you? My bar presence isn't great, is it? Right, so I've seen you on a, f- a field. I've seen you in foreign countries with grown men that some former professional athletes, no problem. You lead, you're a good leader, you're vocal, you're well-spoken. And when it came to ordering a beer in cold beers and cheeseburgers, you've collapsed. Couldn't do it. What happened? I don't really know what... what they got some pro- sort of complex? I don't or? know what the problem was, to be fair. <laughs> it, it was funny. It was a bit strange, wasn't it? It was very strange. She kept walking past you and you just kept sort of like... Sort of like putting my head up and being like, yeah. oh, get, oh, oh, sorry. You know what, that might be a, a sort of stereotypically British thing about you. I didn't, I didn't want to bother her, even though that's her job. That's her job and you're there spending money <laughs> and you were like, how could I impose on this poor lady? Can I have a beer, please? Can I have a beer, please? Can I put some money in your pocket? Bad, that. It is bad form. So I want to see assertiveness from you next time we go out. Yeah, I think I left all my assertiveness. Uh, this this beer ordering process took place after I became pickleball champion. You were pick- you did quite yeah. well first time. Yeah, it was good. D- Dos is good as well. Dos is good. Dos is good. You can have Dino next time. <sighs> Dino loves a big shot, <laughs> which is why it. we beat you. We just set you up. Set uh, if you're playing pickleball, just play the simple game. Just, just, keep, just stay it. in it. Just stay in the game as long as possible because someone will get giddy and try a hard shot. And I kept telling Dino that, and he was not having uh, it. He wasn't having it. He, we, he we, loves a big Agassi shot. We, we were looping it up for like volleys at the net, just <laughs> enticing him in. And he, 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 he did okay for a while, but then he bit. Nibbled. He bit, and he got one of those shots right. So the rest of the day, he kept trying to do the same shot. Yeah. So what do you reckon of typical ball then? Is your first uh, foray into it? Quite enjoyed it, yeah. It's all right, isn't it? I'm all right with it. It's uh, it's, it's a, one of those addicting games, I think. Yeah, I think so. I, I've been playing quite a bit and it's enjoyable. Yeah? Yeah, it's fun. No, I enjoy it's, it. I think it's a, a lifetime sport, like golf. Yes. You could get old playing it. You don't have to run much. Whereas soccer, like, things are starting to hurt that I didn't know even could possibly hurt. Fitness is a factor in soccer, football. Yeah, yeah well, more so than pickleball. And injuries and people shouting at you and getting upset and yeah, we're, like, we're doing a soccer podcast and slagging <laughs> soccer off. Yeah, fuck football. Isn't it? Welcome to a healthy obsession. Yeah, sponsored pickleball. by pickleball.com. Yeah, pickleball po- pickleball podcast. Small ball pickleball. Can you say that? Pickleball podcast. Yeah, yeah it's quite P- good. PBP. It was enjoyable though. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was very good. So, so Thanksgiving, how was the, the holiday was upon us this well, weekend? Well, it, it, it sort of, my Thanksgiving rolled out of that pickleball contest because obviously we went straight from there to the pub for a little bit of a, you know, a couple of beers and call it a day. Um, and that turned into a day of beers. So it was a bit rough. That was a long one. You were, you invented a new shot without knowing, which was quite enjoyable. It was quite good, wasn't it? It's very yeah, creative. Quite a funny story, this. So we were, uh, we're, we're at, a, at a bar and Adam asked for a water and the girl made a comment about saving the turtles, uh, which I don't think Adam heard very clearly because he said, yeah, we'll have four shots of that. <laughs> <laughs> she stopped and went, four shots of what? And you went, save the turtles. Went, What's that? And she went, I was talking about the straws. <laughs> Do you want a straw or do you want to save the turtles? Uh, You're ordering four of them. And I told her, fuck the turtles, give me a straw, and I want four save the turtle shots. So she made a shot up for us. Yeah, yeah. she said, I don't know what that is. We said, well, just make one up. And I give her credit. The blue and green. She, she, yeah, it was green with like a little black top, like which made turtle. it like a shell of a turtle. Yeah, it was quite tasty. And then we had to guess what it was. What was it? It was... Uh, Peppermint schnapps. Oh, what they got? Rumple mints. Rumple oh, mints. Sambuca. And then it had on the top, floating on the top was Jaeger. Oh my God. No wonder Thanksgiving was terrible. Oh, that, was the, that, that was the beginning of the day. It was at half five. That sounds revolting, but it was actually quite good. It looks way worse than it tasted. It did look bad. It tasted okay. Yeah. So congratulations, you've invented a shot. Thanks, mate. I'll never order again. You'd never order that again? Ah, save the turtles. Never again? No. One off. So that, that was it. And then from there it kind of snowballed. But actual Thanksgiving, uh, yeah, got once my head kind of recovered... Uh, it was really nice. Went over to uh, Mr. Joe's. Is he friend of the show? I don't, he's not been on the show. Has he? he's, he's been mentioned on the show. Don't think so. That's bad if you've not been mentioned on the show. Yeah. Low ranking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, but very nice of him to invite us over. <laughs> so, so thanks for having me. For, <laughs> he invited me as well and I turned it down, unfortunately. Un- unbelievable spread of food. Mate, he always has a good spread. We had a really good time. D- Dina McGeady, uh, European correspondent. Expert. Was on top form. Did I mention last week my uncle David said that he hasn't listened to the pod since Dean's been on? I think Stop I mentioned it last week. Do you need to bring Dean back? I think so. So at Christmas, we'll have a Robinson special because his dad's coming over and Gary's coming over. I like that. So we'll have all of the Robinsons on. Fantastic. Yeah. Brilliant. Done. Right? So yeah, no, it was a, it was a good it was a good Thanksgiving. I had a good a good couple of days and then uh, it rolled into a big youth soccer tournament this weekend. So I had 11 games this weekend. How did that go? Did you on win? The ba- on the back of a hangover. Oof. On um, a two-day hangover. Yeah. So Over 30. That's hard. That's rough, hard work, rough. mate. But uh, paid off. Both, both my teams won the tournament. So Congratulations. Well, that. Very yeah. good. All right. How was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Well, Wednesday you've just mentioned. Thursday, uh, we just hung out here. We had Pam's family up here from Mexico. Yeah. And it was enjoyable to see some of those folks. And yeah, that was it, really. Yeah. It was it was quite quiet watched a lot of american football nice i watched a good amount of soccer nice. which we'll talk about in a moment mm-hmm. but yeah overall it was it was good stuff mate it was nice saturday we uh what did we do saturday oh we celebrated a friend of the show oh, he's a friend of the show chris hayden's birthday yeah so that was nice yeah yeah outstanding what were you uh, what were you thankful for this thanksgiving <laughs> How good of a podcaster I am. I thought you were going to say Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> how good of a podcaster I am. Nice. A, a entrepreneur. Yeah. No, but seriously, thankful for everything, mate. We've got fucking good lives. We've got good lives. We've got great lives. We're sitting here. It's November. It's probably 75 degrees. It's lovely. It's sunny. It's outstanding. Yeah. And in contrast to England, which was 
the north of England specifically where I'm from and it was covered in snow and shit so it made me really happy to be sat in shorts and t-shirt watching football I sent a picture of the pool to everyone back home that's and nice rubbing it in sick as dogs yeah that is a bit of a piss take I used to do it I don't do it anymore because I got called like a Hollywood twat or something one year uh, but I used to send all, all the guys I know uh, just a picture of uh, pool and palm trees on Christmas day nice. when they're like, freezing and like ugh. Like January, right after the holidays when everyone's really depressed yeah. and they're locked in their houses. So, yeah, fuck them. Yeah. They can immigrate too, I think. They could. Well, they don't. Actually, no, because if everyone did, that would be trouble. Mm. But, anyway. Do you want to talk about a bit of football? We can, we can have a go at it. Where do, we, where do we start? Where do you want to start? I feel like we've done loads of Spurs and United recently, but it is it is the relevant it is the They've relevant been the big points. Games. Yeah, They've it, been the big games. I mean, the big game this weekend was Chelsea United, so it only makes sense to go there first. Well, in the week before United and Watford, the story was around Solskjaer. Solskjaer so, getting like, yeah. And then Tottenham had a new manager, yeah. and United played Tottenham the week before that. It's yeah. <laughs> so, all going on. Yeah. We'll start with United. We'll, okay. go there. we'll United Chelsea. I just wanted to put, throw that out that you wanted to start with United, not yes, me. Because yes, yes. then if I start with Spurs, it's okay. If you start well, with the opposition team but if you start with your own team you're a dickhead I think there's some interesting stuff in that United-Chelsea game um, did you watch it? I did you did? so I saw highlights um, but it, how do you think it was? obviously Carrick's first Premier League game in charge um, and he dropped Ronaldo which was a big talking point I don't know if you saw the Roy Keane and Carragher going at it a bunch of clowns It was. I was just watching them talking it's like whose voice can get highest the yes. fastest <laughs> Jamie Carragher sounds like a fucking mouse but, but uh, I don't want to go into their argument what would you make of that Ronaldo being dropped for that game I don't see an issue with it I think it's a player being dropped I don't even necessarily think that he was dropped I think it was tactical yes. he played on Tuesday or Wednesday against yeah. Villarreal it was an away game where we knew we were going to be defensive. Yep. So if it's a tactical thing, it's not. It's because it's Ronaldo. It's always been dropped. But if it was like Fernandez got quote yeah, unquote, dropped, dropped on Tuesday, mm-hmm. but he didn't. He was like you use different plays for different times. Ronaldo is Ronaldo, of course, and I, I get where like the argument would come in because who in their right mind wouldn't play Ronaldo because he scores in nearly every game, mm-hmm. but. I mean, United nearly got out of there with a 1-0 win. In that game, we came out with a draw. A 1-1 draw is great at Chelsea right now. Deserved draw? <clears throat> I'm not sure. I mean, on, on the spread of things, absolutely not, because Chelsea dominated the game. United set up to frustrate them. They got a pretty lucky goal because it was a bad touch from Jorginho, right? So, right. no, I don't think... I mean, Chelsea definitely deserved yeah. to win the game, but that's football, right? I mean... It's just interesting because all of a sudden now Carrick is taking over and you got the new... What's the new guy's name? Ralph Ragnick. Ragnick. Yeah. Uh, but but for, for Carrick, I mean, I don't think he did anything different than Solskjaer would have done uh, on Sunday. and But he got a result. It's just interesting, isn't it? Well, he went in Spain on Tuesday and it's it, he's there as an interim manager. I don't think there's much that he can do. I do agree and double down on what I said last week that he shouldn't even be there. No, I think he, he's he been training them. He's been on the training pitch with that same set of players. He should have been fucking booted out as well. Let Darren Fletcher do it or someone yeah. that wasn't part of Tied Ollie's it, staff. Yeah. right? So obviously United have a bit of a shit show behind the scenes, but... Look, they got out there with a, a good point. That's like not many people are going to go to Chelsea and get a point this season. The penalty was ridiculous. The fact that 
he's even swinging for that is like a pub football mistake. Guy's facing away from the goal. Just stand up, right? Bizarre, bizarre decision. Wan Bissaka's a he's a, he's a, a liability. He's a donkey man. Liability. He, he's been poor. Well, I mean, a lot of United have been poor, but that was just a shit penalty to give away. But Chelsea had chances. They'll mm-hmm. be they'll be gutted they didn't win the game. He had three or four pretty sitting duck chances after that. So yeah, I mean the one at the end, the Rudiger one. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, if that falls to anyone else, really, I mean, you want Timo Werner, Pulisic. Mason Mount on the end of that knot Rudiger but what, what was Rudiger all game every time something happened in the game he's always bloody involved I, I found he, that he, he's always grabbing pushing someone getting someone's way I, I haven't really ever paid much attention to him I know he's a good player but I never knew that about him until this game he complained about everything he was in everyone's all face maybe that's just a strategy right he, but he's, he's all the time like that all Fuck. the time Irritating. drives me nuts yeah it's very annoying Just get on with it so, so overall good job I thought Sancho took his goal well but Ronaldo not playing and it's it's always going to be the gift and the curse of having a player like Ronaldo is that you don't play him it's a story he does play and he doesn't play well it's a story I think I, I would have played him personally really and taken him off after the 60-ish minutes because we knew we were going to be counter-attacking Ronaldo's one of the best in the world on the counter-attack He's still fast. He's still yeah, got speed. Yeah, but but the spe- Rashford and Sancho did exactly what they needed to do when you scored the goal. It wasn't like oh True. well they've, they've they've wasted chances. That was really only chance you had. What's that for the Fred chip at the end? <laughs> what is that? Oh, it's rubbish. That's fast. embarrassing. That is embarrassing. In professional football, it's like I don't know, shoot properly. You just think you're canting on me. Shoot properly. That it's embarrassing. You just chipped it to the keeper. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, he's he's a joke. Would Fred get in real I, I don't think he would get in, in in a Leicester team. I don't think he would get in an Everton team. I, I don't think Wambasaka would. I don't think Palace would take Wambasaka back. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> no, probably not. Right. But I thought Bailly did well. I thought United actually defended well, considering how open they've been yeah. the last few weeks. I thought they defended okay. Fair. But yeah, but that's it. Um, so before we move on from United, tell me what you know about... I personally knew really nothing about Ralph Ragnick before sure. he came in, except for the little bits and pieces about um, RB Leipzig and him running him up through the leagues. But I didn't know he's this kind of godfather of uh, Gengen Press and Klopp's yeah. kind of uh, disciple and all yeah. that. So did you know much about him? little bit not I'm not going to sit here and be an expert on him um, shouldn't you be uh, no you coach is that, is that what I'm here for I think so that's, that's why you're supposed to be the football nah. expert Dean's European football correspondent yeah. you're uh, just coaching yeah. expert and nah. I'm Bitcoin man nah. I've got nothing mate um, no I know a little bit he's, he's you're just going to read his Wikipedia now no, aren't you no 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 <laughs> now what's, what's interesting what's interesting for me honest to god is with his um, it They've brought in a guy who's always talked about needing time to install a philosophy and a culture. And they've called him an interim manager. He's there till the end of the season with, with his two-year addition to his contract. Consultation. So how's he really going to build a culture? If he doesn't know who's coming in next, how do you build something to get players to buy in when they know you're out in six or seven months? Is this more of a... a, a- an identity pin for United where they're trying to kind of point okay this is where we want to go so this guy needs to come in and help us build for the five year plan not the season plan maybe he's the infrastructure behind the scenes connecting the youth and all that stuff that's what he did at RB Leipzig right but it's still a strange one for me because if I'm a player it's going to be very hard to buy in knowing you've been given this short term role like okay you 
you're telling me to do this, but if I don't, what are you going to do? You're out in six months. Like, it's just a do strange... Do you think players think like that? Yeah, of course they level? do. Of course they do. Hmm. Like, listen, pl- players are... Players are they've got they've got self motivation as much as they're getting paid they want to play they want to be the player on the pitch that's what they're about and if you if you're playing or not playing you manipulate those things and you understand that this guy is short term and this guy's long term and I've got to buy into this guy because at this point in my career I'm not going anywhere else or you know what I don't like this guy I'll get out of here and like it's just so many different dynamics to it that I think could be difficult for him to to implement what he wants to do for what I was reading about him he's going to run him into the ground and I think that that's a huge problem that United need to address is that they've covered I think the least amount of ground this season of any team Mm -hmm. Newcastle Norwich anyone United they're just not moving Right, there's no urgency. They're not running, so apparently that's what this guy's going to address because it's going to be like fitness, work, fucking, or, work or get off. Yeah, exactly. So it's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out because again, he's maybe bodes well for him that he's a bit of an unknown quantity. But right. I think the question I had was if he is this sort of godfather and like so good, why is he never progressed in Germany? maybe to Dortmund or Bayern Munich or the national team even like why why is he not a story in Germany or maybe he is because I I think a lot of those clubs that you're talking about it's it's about success now and I think he's a long-term builder but German clubs think a bit more like that don't they I do tend to yeah I mean Leipzig did he took him he's obviously a recognized manager he's not a chump you don't go to Man United if he's not, he's not a chump. Yeah, and I mean Klopp can be like trolling a little bit, but he spoke really highly of him. Yeah, pretty much anyone that knows anything about coaching, not you, not me, <laughs> or yeah. me. Who? <laughs> yeah, who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> so, so interesting to see how it shakes out. Anyway. Yes, I agree. All right. Watch uh, our space. Yeah, watch our space. So decent draw for United. Uh, Want to talk about Man City real quick? Uh, yeah, I was going to go. I was going to go. I think that's a good place to go. Sure. Or do you want to go North London, the biggest team in North London? No, no, no. I was going to go. Uh, <laughs> I was going to go Liverpool. Uh, yeah, let's go Liverpool. Liverpool continue their run. Um, there are standing. What was it? Four, four nil this weekend. Four nil. It was three nil after twenty minutes. You know, I had some lovely little footwork for his goal. Was uh, Thiago outstanding? You see that little step over? Was it what he, he dragged took, it a, t- right t- took a deflection, didn't it? It, took it, deflection, it looked like yeah. a rocket into the top corner, but on on. But the little visits. skill before that was outstanding. Yeah, it was very good. Now Liverpool, Liverpool are um, they're in cruise control. Would you say they're favourites to win the league at this point? I don't, I don't know if there's a favourite right now for me. I think when you look at the table, you have got Chelsea, obviously top right now. City, Liverpool, they're the three. I think it's one of those three take it. If you told me to pick one of those three, I don't think I could right now. I don't think I could just go. It's well, you them could just pick one. Well, no, I, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the answer <laughs> no I won't I can, I can but I won't I could go on pick one no I won't I, what, I will then go on Man City you think City win it I think City really? win it why I think just they've been there they've done it I think they've I know Liverpool have recently as well but I think that was a weird season they were very good but I just think Guardiola's got that bit of know-how I think the squad now has got that belief uh, that's where I think Chelsea will fall short I think they'll at some point they're going to hit a bit of a bumpy patch and I think City already had those they didn't start the season very well did no. they 
No. All last season, they didn't start the season very well, and they, they end up they just get into this stride, and yeah. So I, right now, I'd have to pick City, but look, it, it's very hard to call. That's why yeah. I know you don't say, right. but the three of the, the three of those teams are outstanding. My my prediction is it's going to come down to some very very big games between those three teams. That that'll decide who wins the league. It'll be, be a point or two I, at the end I, of the season. I think it'll come down to those head to heads, massive games, which I love because. Doesn't seem like we've had many of them in recent years where it's like this is going to be a title decider. Well, no, City pissed it, didn't they, you know, last season? Liverpool pissed it the season before. We've like, had those like, big title deciding mm. games. I think we might shape up that way this year, and that's going to be good. Um, Diego Jota is an outstanding, but he always scores goals. I feel like fun. he scores every game. He's bagging for fun. Great player. And, and it's an incredible signing, to be fair. They pulled him out of Wolves, right? Correct. And and just sort of like. And he was injured like, for quite a while last season. It was sort of like, oh, that's an interesting one. And he's absolutely taken Great off. Great player. Yeah. And uh, what's his name? Salah's bagging. Didn't it bag Robert bagged two assists? Salah? Yeah. Yeah. He got the guy's. What, he, he might be the sharpest player in the world right now. Number one. Yeah, he might be. I think so. Yeah. Quickly on uh, Man City. I watched it. Did you? I watched the highlights again because I was busy this weekend. But uh, obviously, an uh, interesting game to watch with all the snow. First half, you couldn't see the pitch by the end of the first half. Yeah, you couldn't see much when that first goal went in. It was kind of hard to track. Because the ball's yellow, but it's not 90s yellow. Remember the 90s yellow ball? Those were amazing. I was going to bring this up. Like, what, it was like it, it didn't stand out. Not why have you not popped out an orange ball? It's dark yellow. Yeah. It's not good. Why, why have you not got an orange ball out there that everyone yeah. can see? Or, you know, what were the, the mitre ones in the 90s yeah, or yeah. early 2000s? Like they neon. Were, yeah, neon, yeah. Neon were, that's what you need in a snow game. Yeah. Like, that yellow ball, shit, you can't see it. Yeah, I was, it was a bit, I was disappointed with that. <laughs> Very disappointed. So, but I thought uh, City, I mean, West Ham obviously a good team this year. Um, Well-organised side. But I think City were definitely heads and shoulders above West Ham. They just got the two, goal a bit too late, didn't they? Two, West Ham. Two, two goals disallowed. For, for City, which would have been what, 4 0 by the point West Ham scored. Nice goal, was it? Lanzini, a little volley at the end. Great goal. Yeah. Yeah, barring in or yeah. posting in. Yeah, it was decent. Very good. Um, but yeah, what do you make of football in the snow? What do you think about that? Because we'll go on to the next one in a minute. But Well, the one you're going to talk about is Burnley in a minute, but I found it kind of baffling that Canada and Mexico two weeks ago, last yeah. week, they played in way worse snow, and yeah. I would guarantee it was twenty degrees colder yes. in Canada than it was there. And that game went on, yeah. right? And like Mexico, I mean, those boys playing in tropical paradise right. <laughs> down south, and they got on with it. But Burnley and Tottenham was called off, which I found interesting. But I, I like games in the snow. I think it's a little bit different and gives it a little bit of an edge. But I do, I need the bright yellow ball or the yeah. neon ball. I need that. I, My I, eyesight's not good enough. I hate playing. This, I hate playing this snow. <laughs> Because your feet go when your feet miserable. when your feet go numb because your boots are wet and then you're striking the ball it's awful it's the worst oh, thing in the world your toes are frozen yeah. or you slide and there's dog shit under the snow <laughs> it's it's solid it <laughs> slices you open yeah, it's happened a few times <laughs> a few times oh horrible <laughs> common problem I right, stop what it is dirty fuckers needles and dog shit everywhere <laughs> fucking picking up you got you got a dad walking snow. around and picking syringes up Jesus. before the match. <laughs> I think I'm joking. Horrible. Oh, and now we complain about Pecos Park. Beautiful place. <laughs> it's beautiful a beautiful place. place compared to fucking shit pile fields in Manchester. So, yeah. but So that Spurs Burnley game got cancelled. Uh, funny little story around that one. There was a, a bloke from Dallas and his wife, girlfriend, travelled 31 hours uh, from Dallas. That sounds miserable. To London. I think they took the, the, the 10 connection flight. What's the longest flight? Have we talked about this before? What's the longest flight you've ever been on? 
Ah, it can't be longer than probably Greece. Greece, was, Greece is probably longer. Thirty hours took us that, to get that there. Took us about thirty hours, yeah. From airport to three, three flights, yeah. But it was it was a trip that, and it, the back end we had two hours, didn't we? It was horrible. On the bus, it was horrible. Yeah, it was bad. But so this geezer, what was your longest? You done more than that? No, not more than Greece. No? Greece definitely. Fairness, yeah. 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 So uh, this geezer and his his girlfriend wife. Uh, got to, got to Burnley <laughs> only for the game to be postponed. Imagine going to Burnley of all fucking places. <laughs> I've been there. Yeah, yeah. I've never been to Burnley. I've been to Turf Moor. It's actually a great little ground, but the reason the game, I'm sure the game got called off. It's up in the Burnley's up in the hills. Yes, right. And so they wherever it's snowing, they're probably getting twenty times more snow. But yes. It's an interesting little town. <laughs> no disrespect to anyone from Burnley. That's coming from someone from Stockport. Stockport's a dump, but Burnley's a proper shit all. But what, what I love about this is, is is his tweet went a bit viral, this guy. And, uh, you know, all the Spurs legends, Mickey Hazard and some of these other old Spurs players were... Tweet, never, tweet, never heard of him. Tweet, tweeting at him and saying, you know, like, listen, we're, we're, I'd love to host you at the club and, you know, next time you're back, let me know, we'll get you in a suite and take care of you and give you all the hospitality. And... Uh, Harry Kane also got on. I saw Harry Kane weigh in, yeah. Harry Kane's just been sent this tweet and I'm absolutely gutted for you. For your commitment to make up for the match being called off, I'd like to invite you to a game as my guest when you're next in London. But as with all things social media, someone's gone back through this guy's Twitter and... uh, He was an Arsenal fan a year ago. No, only in September. So what's this, about eight weeks ago, six weeks ago? Mm. It was the end of September. So yeah, two two months ago. Uh, The same guy tweeted... Funny how the best performance of the season was without Kane on the pitch. <laughs> Changing room is an absolute disaster. We need a manager with the balls to sit down Kane and make this Suns team from now on. In the winter window, we must sell Kane. It truly needs to happen. <laughs> oh, that's great. I, ple- I, I, I hope that he still gets those tickets off Kane. The internet is unmatched for fucking banter. That is brilliant. He's absolutely abused him and Kane's like, oh, come be my guest. Oh, that's great. Right. That is very enjoyable. So I like that one. Would you like to be Harry Kane's guest at a match? Why not? You think he'd be good, uh, good crack? Well, he'd be on the pitch, wouldn't he? Well, no. Let's You'd say, imagine. Let's say, you know, he was injured. Oh, like, you got to go watch a game with him. Yeah, would you enjoy that? I can't imagine he's a, a great chap. He's a bit, probably a bit dull. Yeah, See, now yeah. this recording's going to be brilliant, because one day... I'll meet what, with Harry Kane. One day you'll meet yeah. Harry Kane, and I'll chip this recording out well, and I just play it on loop. I bet he's a bit boring. But he's a bit dull. <laughs> I bet he's a bit dull. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to hold on to this. Do it. Bookmark. Do it. All right, should we hit half-time? What time is it? It's half-time. <laughs> yeah, it's half-time. All right. All right, half-time. We'll be back in a minute. Go and get a crumpet. Welcome back, everyone. This is a healthy obsession. The second half of the show. Well, hello, welcome back. <laughs> second half's brought to you by Small Goal Soccer. Also, as it was in the first half. The whole show is brought to you by Small Goal Soccer. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, isn't it? Uh, so you've got a joke of the week for us. Our new segment, joke of the week. Is that applause or laughter? That's clapping. You get a laugh after I give you the joke. All right, give us the joke. It better be better. The one last week was fucking rotten. You got no laughs even in the pub. Oh. It I was terrible. Laughs. Oh, I get laughs. Yeah, you got no oh, laughs. Oh, there's some laughs coming. Yeah. Oh, there are laughs. That was quite loud, wasn't it? That oh, was very loud. <laughs> Calm down, mate. Tell a joke. Sorry. Tell a joke. You ready? Yep. Let's hear it. Why did the chicken get sent off? Go on. Persistent foul play. <laughs> <laughs> <You laughed laughs> That's good. That's better. Better. 
What a reasonable. I enjoyed that. Persistent foul play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, it's okay. So you know where to go now, is it? So, so that's what, it. Well, yeah. That, Show's over. What do we talk about now? That's a show stopper. All right. What, what do we talk about now? Uh, you get to talk about the aeroplane. Oh, yeah. I read a really yeah. funny story uh, this past week over Thanksgiving travel. So there was the storms hit in the US as well. And <clears throat> there's a bloke on a plane and he sees a guy come on the plane and sit down in the seat next to him. And then immediately the guy's obviously hungover or whatever, puts the blind bang, he's out asleep. The plane's on the tarmac for two hours. And, and the bloke wakes up <laughs> as they starting to get ready to take off, thinking that the plane's landing. <laughs> <laughs> he's he was fucking gutted. I oh, imagine that. Did he try to get off or? Oh, but he's like stood up, just like thinking, oh, well, brilliant, just got it. And the guy had to tap him. Was like, no, we're taking you. Oh my god, he'd be devastated. That's got to be a bad feeling. That's grim. That that's got to be falls awful. asleep, and he's still got a flight to come. Because I don't know, are you a sleeper on a plane on a. Uh, I find I have a tough time with it. I can't sleep sitting up. It's hard. So I think there's probably no better feeling than getting on a plane, falling asleep, and waking up right when you get there. Amazing. I used to be able to do that when I was younger. Yeah. I did it once from Phoenix to Los Angeles. Ten hours, no drugs involved. Phoenix to Los Angeles? Yeah. Oh, excuse me, Fuck sorry. Ten-minute flight. Sorry, Manchester to Los Angeles. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, ten-minute flight to LA. Where, where I was you, out, mate. Where did you go ten hours from Phoenix? <laughs> yeah. I had a few stops. <laughs> a cheap flight. No, Manchester to LA. It was like ten or eleven hours, and I fell asleep as the plane was going up, and I woke up as it was hitting the runway. It was unbelievable. That's special. Oh, it's very special. And I, I sound sleep as well. I felt fucking great when I got back. I have, I have that terrible... Hasn't like, happened since. And I'm like, I want to fall asleep. And when you second you go, I want to fall asleep, <sighs> there's no way you're falling asleep. I'm never. No chance. I get twitchy feet as well. Like restless leg syndrome, they call it. When you also realise like you're in a little tube floating through the sky and... Yeah, never thought about it like that. Yeah. Yeah, next time. You will. Uh-oh. Yeah. Floating through... It's not floating, is it? Fucking shooting through the sky. Well, it's shooting through the sky, but it's somewhat floating. It shouldn't be... It, Defies kind of logic, really, that they stay in the air. And it's such a new earth, a new phenomenon as well. Flying, yeah. it's not that like it's not like it's been going for thousands of years. No, imagine what flying will look like in thousands of years. Oh God, will the world will the world be here then? Yeah, who knows? Be destroyed. Nah. Be on Mars. No cyborgs on Mars. If you had a choice, let's say it's like let's say the world isn't ending, but you could go live. On another planet, would you be one of those early like, yeah, let's go for it? I'd stay here. No, I'd stay here. I'd be bored. Like, I already know what's going on here. I, I don't know. I, I I see people say like they're on a one way mission to Mars and space travel, and I don't know. I think it's all right here. I like Earth. Like get to Mars and you're one of the first ones there. There's no football. There's no. There's nothing. What are you gonna do? Well, I was just constantly working to build a new to build what you had back on Earth. Yeah, that's it, what you'd be in doing. Worst climate. Yeah. And you got to wear a helmet all the time. No, not for me that. And I watched a couple of those films about the kind of Mars going out Martian or whatever it was called. And I thought, you know what? I don't know if I want to be stuck in a place like this with these same eight people forever. No. There's only one way it could make be made to work. So this past weekend, England, north of England, as we mentioned with Burnley, got <laughs> hit with a lot of snow. Right, and uh, there's a gr- there was dozens of people, not yeah. a few people, dozens of people stuck in a pub, and the musical act was an Oasis tribute band, and they were stuck in a pub, and the pub tweeted, "Don't worry, we've got lots of beer, everything's okay." 
And that kind of got me thinking about the Mars thing. Okay, so if I'm in Mars and there's an Oasis tribute band there and there's a load of beer, would I be all right with it? I don't know if I'd want to have a hangover on Mars, though. But you wouldn't Well, would you stay drunk? (laughs) Yeah, but then I would die pretty quickly. Maybe over soon. Cirrhosis, yeah. Yeah, yeah, shoot. But the Oasis tribute band, are they going or am I just sat in a lonely little cell on Mars? This a tribute band's a bit of a downgrade as well, isn't it? <laughs> but all right, so these people are stuck for three days. Oh, I think it was more. So this than is that. a true story. They this is stu- a true they story. They were stuck in a pub way. in the yeah. north of England in the snow, couldn't get out for get three out. days. Three days with an Oasis tribute band. There's like thirty something people in there, and they just had to. Would you enjoy the crack, or would you be like, "Fuck, I need to get out of it"? Be fun for about half a day, and then you'd be like, "This is doing my head in." Because you know the problem would be. There'd be a few people, proper pissheads, that just didn't sleep. They just fucking getting after it. And there'd be a, a couple that are like proper moany and whiny, mm. and it would be like, um, what's that? Is it Lord of the Flies? Lord of the Flies. Kill each yeah. other, yeah. <laughs> they all kill each other in that. Is that what happens? They did. They, they, they eat yeah. each other, don't they? I think that was the one. Is that the one with Michael Flatley? I think that's uh, Michael Flatley. That's that? Lord of the Dance. <laughs> I was going to say that's Riverdance. <laughs> uh, so, all right. So if. It's an Oasis tribute band. Do you think they just kept playing for three days? Oh, imagine that. Said baby <laughs> for three days. Over Shut the and fuck over up. You never want to hear Oasis again. <laughs> All right, so it begs the question if you were to be stuck in a pub for three days, who, what person or musical act would you not want to be stuck in a pub with? Couldn't do. Playing over and over. You couldn't do ABBA. That would drive you mad. You'd lose your marbles. Ooh. ABBA would be a really bad one. That would be tough. That would like, be very, very in your head. Um, or Aqua. Aqua uh, Barbie Girl. Yeah. That would be bad as well. Because I don't think they've got many other songs. Scatman John. <laughs> For three days. Imagine that. A Scatman John tribute act. That, that's a torture technique. <laughs> if you locked someone in the room and just played Scatman for 12 hours, <laughs> they'd break. Any man would break. They use the same tactic in Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. <laughs> You would not survive. All right, so yeah, Abba's a good shout. You go mad after oh, a, a day wild. of Abba. Yeah. Dancing queen, just on repeat. Like, oh, get me out of here. Yeah. Who would you want? Who would be acceptable? I don't think any band you'd want on repeat for three days. Not for three days. Lose your mind. Not anybody. I don't even listen to a full album. Do you hear Adele this week uh, got after Spotify to stop allowing the shuffle? She removed the shuffle button from albums on Spotify because her argument, which actually is fair, I think, is... That an album tells a story, and True. you can't skip to the middle of the story and then skip back to the beginning. And skip to the, but like, I, I think uh, I do like listening to a full album because of that reason exactly. Like it, this kind of this like story, and you grow through the album, right. and it's definitely an overlooked piece of music in modern times because you don't do it anymore, right? Yeah. It's like I listen to a song by the band, so yeah, I, I get it. It's a bit of a twatty thing of her to do, but interesting, right? But I think yeah, I respect that. Yeah. I'm a bit of a twat myself. She's also a Spurs fan. Is she? Yeah. Do you like Adele? Yeah. You put that on, a bit of Christmas music? Does she do Christmas music? I think everybody does. I like that boobly. <laughs> Michael be, Bubble. He'll, he'll, he'll be on in a week or two. Yeah, you've got him on already, haven't you? Michael You're Boobly. in the car. You've, I've got you down as a type of guy that's already listening to Christmas I listen to, songs. I listen to classical music in the car. I was talking to the David O'Sullivan about this the other day. Mm. I like classical when I'm driving. Is it relaxing? Yeah, it's nice. Gets you in the zone. What kind of classical music do you like? A lot of like, uh, this is like Mozart, some Tchaikovsky. All the big names? Yeah, all the symphonies. All the main ones. All the symphonies, you, mate. You're a culture vulture, aren't you? There are no like little name like classical artists, are there? I think there must be. In order for there to be big names, there must have been some little shitty composers back in the day. 
It's just rubbish. Like pub composers, like this pub band's it's now. garbage. Oasis cover band and Oasis. I bet there was Mozart and cover Mozart. Cover Mozart. <laughs> <laughs> Wanna be Mozart. <laughs> yeah, a little fraud. What Some little symphony. German fraud. What a symphony that would be. Down, Ma- at the, down at the Dog and Duck. I saw Mozart uh, in the opera once. You saw Mozart in the Well, not Mozart. I saw, I saw Mozart at the opera. Not the bloke Mozart. <laughs> Like, wait a minute, hold oh, no. up. In a previous life. Yes. You've, been, you've been done over here. I saw the magic flute. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a, an opera yeah, by Mozart. Yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the real Mozart <laughs> showed you the uh, magic flute, yeah, didn't he? I got my magic flute yeah. out. <laughs> How many years of, uh, of therapy has that taken to get over me? Yeah, fucking lots. <laughs> All right, I've got another question for you, right? So this was another piece of news for this week. So Ole Gunnar Solskjaer famously was sacked couple of weeks ago it was a week ago mm-hmm. and he gave all his redundancy money to charity what do you make of that uh, good for him yeah bad for him and what was his what was his money seven mil give away a mil keep six or half give away three keep three yeah, that seems fair give away six and keep one don't give it all away after tax what if you get a rainy day after tax he probably it was only 3.5 yeah maybe he's been creative with his uh, refund interesting yeah. yeah good for him that he wants to give back He's obviously not earning that money. That's Surely that's his reasoning, right? He's saying, well, I'm just being paid out. I'm not earning the money, so it's not mine. Correct. If, if that's his values, good for him. Not would sure you, I would give away three and a half mil for being fired. If, you're, if you already had three, let's say you already had five million, would you, would you not do it then? I'd take the three and a half, invest it, and then give some of that uh, return to charity. How okay. About that? Yeah, that's very creative of you. Do you want to talk about um, Iceland? We should go to Iceland. Yes, we do. Let's go to, up to Iceland. It's been cold theme in this show. It's Snow. It, it, you know, it's winter. Iceland. It's winter and it's se- se- 75 degrees. Yeah. Sweating. It's warm in here. Yeah, you've got a jumper on. It's warm in here. What yeah, a jumper on for? Tottenham are undefeated, so I'm wearing my Spurs hoodie today. How did the Europa Conference League game go last Thursday speaking of Tottenham? Lost 2-1 to Moura. <laughs> Who's that? Don't know. What country are they from? I think they're Romanian, aren't they? And Tottenham lost. Yeah, lost two. What did Conte say? Uh, just he's now come out and said Spurs. I now understand what the real problems are at Spurs. <laughs> I, now, his eyes are open. I now understand why Spurs are Spurs. Yeah, like, literally, he's like, now I get it. Now it all makes sense. All right, so Iceland. Yes. So we've got a little confrontation between two players, which I quite enjoy. I don't mind seeing that. There's been some famous confrontation with you. Was it Dyer and Boyer got into a scrap yeah. in Newcastle? David Batty got into it with someone Batty. else. Yeah. There's been a few of those little like. Little fights amongst players. Little handbags, but this this was taken to a, a different level. Go on. So it was uh, Gunnison is the goalkeeper, and he got his own teammate Brecolo sent off. So they got he was giving him a bollocking. The goalkeeper was giving the defender a bollocking, and uh, the defender didn't like it. Brecolo turns around and shoves him. Goalkeeper falls on the floor, but it took him a minute to fall on the floor. Didn't do it immediately. I've seen this. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, it's like a dive. It's one of those petty <laughs> it dives. It was a dive. Did you see the one involving um, Soldado in Mexico last year? Don't remember. Where he touched a guy and the guy like threw himself on the floor and he was like <laughs> on a stretch like he was dead. <laughs> yeah. Like super, like late reaction. That, no. Similar sort of one um, where the goalkeeper sort of just like reacts and fo- throws himself on the floor and the referee sends his own teammate off. But like, Listen, I don't like that kind of behaviour anyway. But at least when you do it to an opposition and he gets sent off, you don't have to deal with him. Like, imagine that one in the changing room afterwards, or like training on Monday. Like you're a knob. How how do you deal with that if you're a coach? He's got to go. Who? 
I think I think the uh, the goalkeeper's got to go. Even though he was the victim, he wasn't a victim. Was he, he still got shoved. He's not a victim. He still got shoved. He got shoved. In a court I'm... of law, the defender is guilty. Now I tell you, he this. attacks him. I'll tell you this. The, uh, <laughs> it was an assault. HR <laughs> might have a different perspective on this, but I think the, he didn't grab the, his cock. The, the goalkeeper, <laughs> the goalkeeper's got to be. Uh, Listen, he, he, you might not tell him this, but he's not going to play for you again, is he? You know, he's in the reserves and he's, he's who gone. the keeper? Yeah, he's gone for me. Really? Yeah, 100%. Let's follow this one up. I want to see what they do to him. Yeah. But if you're the coach of that team, you're kicking the keeper off the team. Listen, I've if got, that happened on your college I've, I've, team, I've also, would you get rid of the I've keeper? Also, I, I think, I think, yeah. I think I'd say, listen, you, that's that's unacceptable. <laughs> yeah, fuck You've off. Go. There's no way. How's he? How's the centre-back? <laughs> if you're the centre-back that's just been sent off because you've tapped a goalkeeper on the chest, uh, are you gonna are you going to be wanting him behind you? I don't think that's a sackable offence. Well, that's what I'm talking about HR. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> for me, it is it, in football context. Okay, that is a cardinal sin against your own team. If you think about team chemistry and the dynamics of a team, your own teammate got sent off because you dove when he touched you. Yeah, it wasn't like he, it's so bad. That is bad. It's, it's awful. The fact that you got your own teammate you sent doing? off is bad. What the, are you doing? And they went on to lose the game. Of course they did. <laughs> oh, that's. And now they have the centre back. Is the centre back got a service suspension for this? He must do. <laughs> He has or, the, to. Or, or could they go back and review it and be like, "Yeah, he keepers a knob. He just threw himself on the ground. We'll rescind it." That that is very bad. But I, just, I, I still I still don't think he. It's a sackable offense. Right, David de Gea and Harry Maguire get into the same situation. Do you want David de Gea back in goal next week? Yeah, I'd be alright with it. You'd be alright with it. Yeah. Do you think Maguire be alright with it? No, probably not. No. But they're big boys. They got to figure it out. Oh, figure it out. I'd let them fight to the death on the training ground. Whoever wins stays. They wouldn't even touch each other. They'd be both on the floor rolling around, diving, not even touching each other. Football has gone mad. That one's that one's insane. One I can't. I I I couldn't even fathom that happening, and it did. There's been another manager sacked on Twitter. Who got sacked? On, uh, not me. Is it? No, the wa- <laughs> Do I need to check? What? Wa- yeah, you. What? <laughs> Waterford in Ireland. They're in. The, they play in the Irish league. Yes. And they uh, sacked their manager on Twitter. Three days. He found out on Twitter that he'd been sacked. That's that's just it's mad, isn't it? What's wrong with the it's world? Very unprofessional. What is wrong with the world? Would you, how would you feel if you got sacked on Twitter? I'd retweet it. Would you? <laughs> Bit of banner. Yeah, just have a laugh with it. Put a witty comment on there. What kind of witty comment? Just I'm, I'm resigning. Are you known for wit? Uh, am I known for wit? I've got some good jokes. Yeah, your joke was good today. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else we got? Uh, you've got this one, which I quite liked. Was the uh, they're talking about trialing having no referee linesmen, oh, semi-automated. Yeah. What does that look like, though? Is it a little robot just going up and down the wing, or well, they could do that, you know, on a track, oh, which just tracks yeah. that stays in line with the ball. That'd constantly. be quite cool. But then, like, I like having a linesman. Two more blokes lose a job. As, as a coach, I quite like having a linesman. It's quite funny. I, I, I don't. Do you I, abuse I, linesmen? I, I, I used to be quite a vocal person. I try and avoid it a lot now because referees, it's a tough job. Every time you blow a whistle, you piss someone off, right? Yeah, because there's not really many blokes that want to do that job. It's, yeah, a tough yeah, job. it's a tough job to do, right? Um, but what I do like is you have these funny relationships with the linesman because the linesman, I'll always gripe quietly to the linesman. So when he finally comes over in front of the bench, I'll be like, how's he made that decision? That's ridiculous. <laughs> and the linesman, nine times out of ten, are just little like little weasels because you go. I agree with you, but it's not my decision to make. And I'm like, that's the biggest cop out ever. There was, there was coach, coach. I understand. I agree with you. I'm not sure why he's decided that, but but I can't I can't tell him what to do. And I'm like, you little weasel. Like, 
You've thrown the ref under the bus. You've protected yourself. So let's get rid of them then if they're weasels. No, but I like those interactions. Because then I tell them. I'm like, oh, come on. You're just being a little weasel. Would you be happy without there being any refs or linesmen? Uh, but no decision ever is wrong. Ooh. So you have no referee on the field, but there's never an incorrect decision. No referee, no linesman, no fourth official, but there's never there's ninety nine point nine percent certainty that they get every decision right. Would you be rid of the human uh, error? That's impossible to do because a lot of the football—it's it's hypothetical. It's not hypothetical because it's impossible. It doesn't work because a lot of like a tackle is subjective. A lot, a lot of but, having a referee but, is the intent behind the tackle. Did he mean to? Did he mean but to? But refs get that wrong all the time. Yeah, but how would you have a system get that right? Crystal every time? Palace and Aston Villa at the weekend. Yeah. Uh, the Villa player, I can't remember his name. Ch- changed the decision. It right? looked really bad yeah. from the first go, but he went. He sent him off, but he so went and changed his mind. Yes, but a, a computer wouldn't have made that mistake, wouldn't it? No, cause intent. Why is intent anything to do with it? Well, I, intent is definitely to do with it. Because, but should it be? Should, well, that's a good question. Should it be? It's, diff- it's a different debate, right? That's why a computer wouldn't make the same mistake. Because okay. a human being has emotions and they get hooked in on... They have banter with this player, but they don't like this player. Would be, a computer it, wouldn't be subjective. I, I'd like to see the trial of it. I would like to see the trial and compare it. Because would it completely change the game? What if we just get a coach, a coaches replaced It's going to catch too? everything. It's going to be garbage. Because it's going to be like, in the box on a corner. How many people are grabbing each other and pushing each other? There'll be, be a penalty every time there's a corner. You take all contact out of the game. <laughs> Does that just not make it better for the purest? The purest of the game. Yeah, and there's no fouls. I think fouling is part of the game. Well, of course it is. You it still, the there still be fouls. Yeah. But then all of that kind of bullshit in the area would just go away. And now it's about who can jump the highest and head the ball. Yeah. All right, let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Sold. Yeah. And, uh, You're all about automation. You want rid of any it. human interaction I at love all. It. Yeah, it's brilliant. You should go live on Mars with the robots. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, the coaches will be replaced too by uh, algorithms and AI. It's, it's going that way anyway with all the uh, analytical information now. A lot of things, it's uh, the soccer. I was talking actually with a friend of mine yesterday and he was talking about you know, a, a lot of the uh, behind the scenes video editing and the analysts that give you information as a coach a lot of that really they just point you in the right direction of like you know a city's last five games they've played this way against a 4-4-2 they've played this way against a 3-5-2 here and they go very detailed into you know different breakdowns of patterns of play and so for this reason when they played against this team that played this way and this team that played this way and this team that played this way that common theme they won all those games so maybe you should do this instead and they'll push you in a direction of like making your decision anyway you're a fan of that uh, I like that. I like that level of information because I do think it's when you're at that level, those those things are very very important. Can make or break things. Yeah, hundred hmm. percent. If you were told that, let's say, let's say Phoenix Celtic against uh, who's our rival? Who do we always play? Uh, I don't want to name anyone. Right, let's say Phoenix Celtic against Pub FC. Right, if Pub FC's last four games were against teams that played four three three, and they won all of them, but they're Last loss was against a team that played three five two, and the last times three times played three five two, they've lost. You'd say, well, maybe we need to go into a three five two. They're bad against. Is it. The, is the past result a good indicator of future though? So let's say that. Well, that's 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 where you still need a coach because okay. now you take that information and then you've got to decide for what is relevant to what you're going to do and what isn't. So but let's it's interesting. Say, let's say it spits out a piece a piece of data that says, okay, if West Ham play a three five two against the last time City dropped points, it was against a three five two. Doesn't mean you're definitely going to win, no, no, no. but it increases your chances to seventy percent. So yeah. a coach says, "You know what? I like those odds. Yeah. Let's roll with that. that." That's where it's valuable, in my hmm. opinion. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
little things you'll find out details you know hey Carl Walker loses <coughs> 60 or 70% of his headers in the middle third alright well let's drop the ball in his head in the middle third because yeah that's going to be a weakness for them things like that yeah. there's, there's lots of football this week as well coming up well yeah we're getting into the Christmas spread here where there's like games every two days oh do you got any, do you have anything else there's the one thing about the ref stopping because he needed to move his car you want to talk about that <laughs> that was funny you posted it but yeah what, what, what was it from what game uh, Kurz and Ashton uh, so the club's tweeting and you know they go like minute by minute of what's happening yeah. 15 minutes pausing players the referee needs to move his car <laughs> <laughs> where did he park <laughs> imagine that one referee announcements going off on the tannoy and the referee's like playing on he's like oh yeah that's my fucking car that is funny double parked <laughs> you've got five minutes to move it or it will be towed I enjoy that and the ref's like waving it toot toot <laughs> runs off gets his keys sob ref <laughs> that's decent you got anything else you got a hot topic you got anything else you want to throw in before nah, we wrap I, th- up? I think we're good I think we've covered all the, the good material this week all the bases yeah we're all over it what else are you doing this week uh Nothing. Where, where can people get with us? Uh, you can go to soccer at a healthy obsession. Wrong way around. A healthy obsession. Hello, soccer. Hello at a healthy obsession. Soccer. There you go, that's the one. And on social media, healthy obsession. Yep. What's your personal Twitter? My Twitter? Yeah. At Thomas Hurdle. Start building a personal brand. I've got one. Have you? Yeah. Well, I know you've got a Twitter. I've got what a I'm Twitter. saying, you should, you should build your personal brand. Nah. Not about that. This this way, you know, when we inevitably get our show, our calling, yeah. we've both got a big brand. Nah. Fuck that. Nah. Punk rock Not radio. That's I'm, I'm gonna unfollow people. Yeah, I want less followers. Yes. <laughs> Alright, cheers for listening everyone. We'll be back next week. Should, wait, should we put the show up today? It's Monday. Should we put it out today? Yeah, Just for, it for today. a surprise. Yeah, so everyone will be chuffed. There you go. There you go. You don't say we don't ever do anything for you. See if we get spiking listeners. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe Monday's the key. Monday's the day. To knocking off the other yeah. shit podcasts. Everyone else comes out on a Tuesday. It's too much competition. <laughs> exactly. That might be a good point. This should be a discussion offline. Yep. Yeah. All right. See you later, everyone. <laughs>